0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JB Podcast Network, the Bachelorette round the Bachelorette Roundup Season Finale Part 2. We find out who gets the final rows in this episode. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, season 12, The Bachelorette seasons three and four of Bachelor in Paradise. So, Daniel, as we do for every recap, for every podcast that we do, we were doing a little bit of talk pre-show, but again, just kind of go over before we get into the details. Now that you've watched sort of the back end, the last half of this season, you haven't watched the show in a while, um, in really a long time since you've been on the show, what were your overall impressions? Has much changed or is it just kind of the same formula, same kind of boring stuff, just with different people kind of inserted?
1: Yeah, it's basically pretty um, cookie cutter, um, same formula. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't watch the show. Um, I'd rather watch Paradise. Yep. Um, or'm be on sh- i'd rather be on the show one of these shows that way i can make it entertaining at least in whatever regards that is but i understand you know i have a time and place and uh but i i feel i still can make it more entertaining but you know teach your own some people love this but it's not my cup of tea let's just say it like that so yeah this episode was uh you know pretty um vanilla i guess you could say and yeah nothing to- Nothing too crazy happened, but uh, yeah, I like your T-shirt today. By the way, I'm, you you changed things up.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm back home and I left my 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 suit and tie out there in Arizona, so I'm ro- I'm going with the uh, with the comfortable holiday fit right now. I'm used to being out in Arizona where it's sunny and I don't get this winter weather, and now I'm back home in Ohio and we had some snow the other day and it's kind of cold, so I'm I'm rocking my sweater. I feel like you in Vancouver where we get real weather instead of just sunny all, all the time.
1: No, I'm just giving you a hard time because <laughs> you, you're always dressed
0: up. you know. That's right. Now I'm dressed down. Now now you're taking over the show. It's going to be now. This is going to be the Daniel podcast. Now exactly. you're, you're taking over. But, I, you know, and then, you know, you're going to take over this podcast. And I think this is going to catch on. We're going to have the hashtag bring back Daniel so that the Bachelorette we're going to make the Bachelorette entertaining again. We might not have to do that. Might have to do it. You just might have to throw the team on your back and lead the way. So let's get into the, I love it. Let's get into this finale. So we open up with Ben and Tasha. We're kind of picking up on the rest of their talk. Remember, for anyone that's kind of confused where we're at here, Ben went and saw Tasha right as she was getting ready, right about to leave for the rose ceremony the rose ceremony that we all thought was going to be between just Ivan and Zach and then Ben shows up and just kind of throws it for you know c- kind of throws a whole different twist in there so we we see Ben and Tasha are talking um now remember again Ben told everyone and their mother that he loved Tasha except for Tasha so now that we're caught up there again he's like I'm sorry I was scared is what he said uh, to tell you that I love you to kind of kind of throw all those emotions out there even though he had no problem telling his family Chris Harrison he looked at the camera broke the fourth wall told the audience he told all of America that he loved Tasha but he couldn't tell Tasha so do you believe that he was scared to tell Tasha that he loved her
1: you know after watching this episode you know I kind of maybe did or do feel like he was scared um I almost feel bad for the guy in a sense like he seems like a decent guy and uh... Yeah, I mean, before I was maybe, like, being hard on him, like, but maybe he's never said it, you know, he loved you to anyone I mean, I haven't. Um, and so, you know, maybe it was very difficult for him. Big you know, to big deal. So, uh, maybe, again, maybe he thought he had more time, and he was more confident in the relationship. He, well, that's obviously lot he, he was. he thought he had more time, that's what he said, basically. So...
0: Yeah, it was kind of interesting what he said. He said exactly that, but he but he said it a little bit differently. He said, I thought I was going to have another, op- like you said, I thought I was going to have more time. I thought I was going to have enough opportunity because he was like, I thought I had the rose. He was like, I thought I had it. So I'm like, I'll just do it next week. You're you're a fitness guy. This was the equivalent of, oh, I'll start my diet in the new year. I'll start going to the gym on Monday.
1: Well, most people are well aware now that, when you're on that show, time is limited, and you have to say your feelings right away. Even though it'll be, it might be forced at times. Because I mean, let's be real. You know that you love someone after you know two times hanging out with her. <laughs> so so Again, yeah, it's kind of fake in a sense. Where you got to force your feelings. You got to play. You know, be like, tell them everything that you feel, even though it might not necessarily be true. You got to kind of forecast that. Oh, I might be in love with you two weeks from now, but I'll just say it now. Um, and so maybe he just, again, he wasn't ready. He felt like he had more time and he didn't realize that the show's coming to an end and that uh, they got to wrap this up.
0: Yep. And, and and then we're to this point. So they finish up the talk there. And Tasha. it's a mix of, I think, her being too nice and also her still having feelings for Ben. She's like, I guess you can come to the rose ceremony. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like if you would have seen some of the episodes with Claire, who we've kind of talked about who was on the first half of this season, she would have blown up and made it, um, about her. Like she would have been very upset at this, would not have had any of this. And Tasha, who I love, who I think is very sweet, but she was just too nice. She's like, um, I guess you can come to the rose ceremony. So now all of a sudden Ben goes and gets ready. We have Ivan and Zach waiting on Tasha, And instead of Tasha showing up, it's now Ben. I mean, if you were one of those guys and this Ben guy shows back up, you know, you're thinking, there's two guys. There's two roses. I've survived. This is just a formality. I'm just going to get my rose and we're going to move on here. Now, all of a sudden, this whole other thing comes into play. And now there's more guys than roses. and Now, all of a sudden, I thought I was 100% safe. And now I might be going home.
1: Yeah, they, they look pretty scared and pretty worried, especially Ivan. Um, yeah. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't happy campers. But no. I mean, you can't really blame them because, you know. It gives them uh, less of a chance of getting a rose, but, right. you know, it's kind of it's what it is. It's like, listen, she either likes me or she doesn't, you know, it's not like, you know, a best chef where you made a cake and you feel like your cake is better and, uh, and you know it's better.
0: <laughs> yeah. It comes
1: down to personality, you know, it's, you know, between me and you, some girl might like you more because whatever your, your, your traits you have, you know, it right, just, doesn't mean you're a better person. It just, right. You're better suited for her, right?
0: Right, or maybe she's a cougar, and she's like Daniel's thirty-five. Joe, Joe's twenty-two, like twenty-two. Sign me up. Who knows? We don't know these girls, Daniel. That might happen, man.
1: 22 years old. Are you even old enough to watch this show?
0: I shouldn't. I just was old enough a few years back. That's why I hadn't. Well, I, that's why I missed out on you. I wasn't legally old enough at the time. You know. So. Yes.
1: Have you had any alcoholic beverages before? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. I had my first drink on my 21st birthday. Thank you very much. Well, it's a little different for us. You can drink at 18, right? Canada.
1: Um, some places, some provinces, 18. Canada okay. is 19.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Oh my gosh. I have this written down in my notes. We, we can't miss this before Ben and went and got ready for the rose ceremony. How about, I mean, this, this was a big telling to me again, Tasha, a little bit too nice, but also still having real feelings for Ben. They kissed and she okay. kissed him. And she, even when he left, she was like, yeah, I did that. She really couldn't control it. It happened. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, I I can't believe I just did that before basically the biggest roast ceremony of the entire show.
1: It, as with as a, a guy, it, it was a different ways around you. Like, you're leaning with your dick, not your mind. You know? Right,
0: right, right.
1: thinking through that, I think. She kind of, that kind of, you know, uh, definitely made it harder, I think, for him going, like, because he was all excited. He thought he had it in the
0: bag, you know? Yeah. Even Ben said he couldn't believe it. When they, he did that little talking hand, he goes, I can't believe it. She kissed me. You know, they went in. But they, I mean, it was a very mutual kiss. Like, obviously, Ben's going to go for the kiss, right? That's just kind of, like you said, that's just kind of what happens with guys. But the fact that Tasha kissed him, I was like, oh, my God. All of a sudden, Ben was out, and now I think he's going to win. In that moment, I'm like, Ben has this. No one's yeah, going to stop I, this I, momentum.
1: I was more confident
0: with Ben as well. Um, I, I thought he was gonna get a rose as well. Yep. Right. Okay, so so now now that we kind of backtrack, we're back to where we were. Rose ceremony. We have Ivan Zach. I wrote my notes dot 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 Ben. Ben shows back up. All of a sudden, we went over this. They're pissed, they're 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 freaked out, all these emotions are going through their head. It went from again a formality, two roses, two guys, everything went well, they're gonna be moving on. Now all of a sudden there's this third guy.
1: I think they th-
0: also thought... I think Brendan was going to show up. Do nope. you think... Do you, Well, no. I think they knew that... D- didn't they already know that Brendan had gone home?
1: I don't know.
0: I think that they did. Okay. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure she addressed that. Okay, so so I think they knew no one else was supposed to be uh showing up. Now, we always talk... When we're going back and forth on this podcast, you give great insight on the editing of everything. So, like I said, we have two roses, three guys now... And Tasha picks up the first rose and she says Ivan's name, but not for the rose to go speak to him. And there was this big pause. Is the pause really that dramatic or are they putting in and, and cutting together different pieces to make it more drawn out? Is this like some movie magic that they used here or is she actually standing there in silence for that long?
1: Both, yeah. So both they'll tell you, like for example, when we go get a rose and I'm going to hand out a rose, they say, stand up there for a bit and wait. They don't just have make it right away because you want to build it up. They also want to make right. sure that you get the thoughts of, of the cast and their emotion and their reactions. So whenever they do that, whenever someone had a rose, I'd always make funny faces or make faces to like try to get a so that they would go on me. Right. And they play it up.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so basically what you're saying is they get all of those shots but they just want to have all the options in the world. They want to have reaction shots. They want to be able to drag it out longer if they want to, just based yeah. on how they want to put it together. Yeah, got it. Okay, I'm following. That's what I figured. So, and we were DMing about this. We must have missed this. This is must have been a conversation off camera that they had in the fantasy suite. So, did she say there was some sort of when when? So, like like we said, she grabbed Ivan. They're talking one on one away from the other two guys. Was it some sort of religious? or some sort of beliefs that just weren't aligned and it wasn't going to work out? Is that what she said?
1: To be honest, like, you know, obviously I enjoy doing these podcasts with you and talking with you, but a lot of times when I'm watching this, it's kind of going in one ear and out the other just yeah. because it's a lot of just like fluff and I just don't really care. Right. You um, know, a couple of times I press that, skip forward 10 seconds. because I'm just like, oh, fuck. I, like, I just let's like just pulling, get on with it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. It's just so hard to watch. And so I had to skip through it a little bit quite a few times. And um, so I think, yeah, I can't remember much about the religion part as well.
0: Yeah, it, it was something that caught me off guard because I'm usually you know doing my best and I'm taking notes. So I really don't miss much, some, especially not something like that. So there had to have been something, there wasn't very much context here. There, there was obviously something that came up off camera because I don't remember much conflict at all between Ivan and Tasha, between their oh. family meeting, between any of their dates there. Here at the end, and then not for the fantasy suites. You know, from what we saw as an audience, everything looked great. So this was kind of a big surprise to me. This was obviously a conversation that happened when they were able to have some private moments off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so, so right then and there, she sends Ivan home. So. Now that was a big twist for me because I was like Ivan's my guy. I thought Ivan was gonna win.
1: He also seemed like out of the three guys, he actually like he actually seems like a really nice guy. Not like the other guys aren't, but he actually right. seemed like a nice guy. But he also actually seemed like he was there for the right reasons, more yeah. so, maybe more so than the other guys. Again, he just actually really, really cared for her. He seemed like he really cared for her. I don't know if it was actually just you know, if he's her or whatever, but you know, he almost feel bad I almost felt bad for the guy, you know, just because but you know, it's one of those things. that's like nice guys finish last. Cause yeah. he did seem like one of the
0: nicest, maybe, or maybe just one of the softest out of the bunch. Um, but yeah, anyways. So, uh, you know, he, he goes home. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, yeah. And then, um, yeah. So Ivan's gone and now, you know, Rose one at this point, uh, no surprise, I think to either of us, it goes to Zach and Rose two goes to Ben and Ben's of all of a sudden back in the mix. So, You know, these guys go from, oh, my God, am I going home because Ben's showing up and now there's more guys than roses. And then Ivan's gone. And now they both have roses and they're on their way to meet Tasha's family. You know, I feel like that was a whole big twist. It wasn't like super dramatic, uh, but it definitely ended up in a bit different of a place than I imagined uh, it going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it it was uh, Yeah, it is what it is, you know.
0: Absolutely. So so now we meet Taysha and the family. Um and uh I, I just love their their reactions and the families they're trying to like piece together, especially, you know, maybe if they weren't fans of the show or hadn't seen the show, or they probably know a little bit, because obviously Taysha was on the show before, not as the bachelorette, but as a contestant on The Bachelor. So I'm sure they get a little bit of it. And I just love when she was like, So there's this guy, Ben, and Ben came back and they're like, Wow. Ooh, no, like, <laughs> yeah. did they're you notice like, that
1: they're, they're kind of trying to like so you're getting engaged you're going to get engaged again
0: what you sent this guy home now he's back and he might win like what's going on
1: they kind of like yeah they realize this is reality tv and that you know there to get engaged and right and a lot a lot's going on so it's just hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around it
0: yeah yeah for sure but that was just cracking me up because they're like wow, Ooh, like, like as if they were like at a museum or something like it, like this Ben guys, some thousand year old sculpture they can't touch. And they're just like marveling at it. Cause some guy who wanted to make a hundred bucks this summer is given a tour and saying all these cool things. It was, I was just like, what's going on? Um, so, uh, let's see. So Ben is there. Um, he's meeting with the family. Now, again, I know you, you, you didn't, you weren't on the show long enough for the, but, but how long do you think that ben is actually spending time with taisha's family is this like an afternoon a few hours how long is ben really getting to talk
1: my guess is is a couple hours my guess is maybe max a couple hours yeah um if i had to guess i I don't know for sure but if i had to guess a couple hours you know they got you know it's just only so much you could talk about and well i mean there's obviously a lot to talk about but only so much they want to use and they got other stuff to film throughout the day um but, uh, yeah, like the one-on-one time, it might only be five or, five or 10 minutes. Who
0: knows? Right. And I feel like it's hard to get super deep because all of a sudden you, you would think, you know, maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe you're, you're in a, you know, you're, let's say, you know, Tasha lives far from parents and she starts, you know, dating someone that's cross country or wherever she lives. But usually these conversations, you know, you know. Even if you're dating for a while, you know eventually you know you'll peek in and go visit at the holidays. So usually these conversations are a gradual thing as the relationship kind of progresses, right? Like if you're someone that wants your family involved in meeting, you know your your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the situation is, these people just have to jump and skip all of that, and now they're on TV and have to have they all of a sudden have to go to the final conversations. They're skipping the journey and the race and everything else, and it's super accelerated. I feel like. To get all the, all that in, in a few hours or, you know, five to 10 minutes when you're one-on-one, that has to be like impossible. That's so, so weird to, Hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm going to marry your daughter.
1: Well, it's not only that, but the fact that I, when I'm watching this and I'm, I'm seeing how they're talking, I'm seeing if they're getting nervous because this is the first time that these people have probably been on TV, you know, right. a little reality TV. So I'm watching this and I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder how nervous they are. I wonder you know are they stumbling in their words. What are they What are they talking about? Right, because again, your first time on TV and your daughter is getting married, um, it can be awkward as well, right?
0: But oh, 100%. 100%. For me, I wouldn't
1: care if my parents, I think it'd be fun if my parents were there. Um, but I mean, my first show, then yeah, hell, I would have been hella nervous. <laughs>
0: oh, for, <laughs> for sure, for yeah. sure. So, so mom and dad seem to approve with Ben, that goes well, but it's time for Zach now. And we, we DM about this and you were even like, you know, usually, you know, you, you, you see through and you know, you're kind of the, you know, you, you, you definitely play devil's advocate. You don't let me get too excited because you're like, okay, relax. Like how real is this? Right. And you do a good job. That's why we have a good dynamic when we're watching this show. But I think you would agree. I think Zach, especially with dad really, really killed it with their, with their one-on-one dad definitely seemed to approve of Zach
1: zach he, zach's uh, quite confident you could tell with um you just tell he's quite confident and he did quite well with parents um obviously just from what we saw um maybe he did even better i mean yeah i was quite impressed i'll be, I'll be honest
0: absolutely and yeah. um i think he made another great point too obviously um we don't know all the specifics but he had some pretty crazy years. He was, you know, you know, probably, I don't know if he mentioned it for sure, but, uh, you know, he partied a lot and, you know, was ad- addicted to drugs and obviously had some real, real demons in his past. And, you know, when he was talking to Tasha later on talking about, you know, she gave his parents the greatest gift ever because he smiled, um, and the way that he lit up was something that his parents hadn't seen pretty much in, in, in forever. Um, so, once he killed it with dad and once that got brought up again and you know, I'm putting all these things together at this point, I don't know about you, well, I know you kind of stumbled across the answer before you got to it, um, on social media. But at this point I was feeling really good about Zach taking home the final you know, rose.
1: I was leaning towards a little bit Zach afterwards as well. Um, yep. cause I feel, you know, maybe the parents, uh, liked, um, Zach a little bit more, but cause I think the parents were a little bit skeptical of the fact that, you know, Ben gets sent, Home technical sent home to the different to, to the resort. Yep. Um and then he came back, you know, and kind of a little
0: bit of a red flag. Um so yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the rest of this episode is is, is pretty straightforward. Um, Taysha and Dad have one last, you know, serious one-on-one talk. Obviously, you know, a dad's gonna be protective, especially of a daughter who is, you know, was divorced, who, you know, from what it seems from the outside looking in being married young and being divorced pretty quick, probably rushed in, uh, you know, t- to a marriage there. Um, You know, so obviously yeah, dad's...
1: I'm the, the same. I'm like, look, you've been married once. And how many years ago? That's, it's not like it was 10 or 15 years ago. And, you know, are you ready to do it? Are you basically, are you, are you doing it just for TV sake? If so, then, right. you know, you could, at least I understand that. Or, you know, you could tell me, but, um, you know, I wouldn't want to see my daughter getting hurt again because as we know, or at least I know, like, a lot of people are doing this for fame and money. So, is Zach's intentions true? You know, or is he actually in love? But he, that being said, he actually does seem like he likes her. But no,
0: often I,
1: like often as a lot of people are aware of this, you get caught up in it. You get caught up in the fact that you have you have no work, you have no f- friends or family, no fr- friends around. Yeah. And it's solely the relationship that you have to focus on, and you're like, I got, I got to win in a sense. You know, I want to make it. Right. But, you know. You have the producers talking in your ear and whatnot. So there's a lot of it's all relationship. So again, it's so easy to get caught up in it. And then once you go back to the real world, and then you have a thousand other girls at your disposal. Well, on social media or whatever, you're like, yeah, actually, I don't like her as much as I thought. I kind of like this other girl more. It wasn't. I don't. I don't love her as much as I do thought I did. You know, you know, it can happen,
0: right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you can't build the the perfect scenario, especially not in so, uh you know, little amount of time. Um, so the rest of this episode goes, the, the Taysha and dad one-on-one talk. He obviously lays it down on her, wants to make sure she's really, really sure, you know, just kind of figure out how she's feeling, expressing how he feels. And then we see Zach and Taysha. they do, you know, this, this dance class, they have some one-on-one time and they, they have their deep talk. And, and I feel where at least in this moment, as far as you can get with the given situation scenario, what I feel really good about Zach going back to his addiction and, and, and the things that he had to work through and the dedication and loyalty, not only to himself, but to his family. And, and you know, the, the um you know, he talked about the anniversary. I think it was nine years sober for him on that day. I just imagine he values, And, you know, he talked about this. I just imagine he really values, you know, the loyalty and the integrity of himself not to relapse and go back to those own ways. It's almost as if in a relationship, right? If he were to go back, if he was a previous addict and he were to do that again, that'd be like being, you know, cheating or being unfaithful to this relationship he has with his sobriety. It's the thing that he talked about that he's most proud of, that he works on every single day and... Not only does it affect him, but gosh, if he fell back into that, and something were to happen, and obviously it was a dark time, that would throw off everything with his family, his friends. That affects all of your relationships. I imagine. I've never been an addict, maybe an addict to hosting an awesome bachelorette podcast, but that's that's about it. Um, but getting to this point so far, so few amount of time. We know this is kind of a, a fairy tale, make believe world. But still, going forward, me being optimistic all these things that he has to work on every single day, if he can translate this into his relationship with Tasha, I think Zach and Tasha could have a really great relationship and I'm rooting for him. Oh,
1: you sound like a relationship counselor.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know anything about relationships, but I have tons of confidence, which is what you need as a relationship counselor. So there we go. And definitely, no, they
1: definitely seem happy. Um, a lot of emotions. Right. And uh, you, you can't, not be happy for them and uh, you know hopefully it works out but you know
0: absolutely absolutely and you know you know we obviously know <laughs> that, that...
1: You know, I, I again I haven't watched uh many of these shows only my season basically and a couple our episodes here and there but if I was guessing that all of these relationships when they get to the end and they get proposed I'm sure they're all crying and happy and of course loving, uh, for each other and then you know six months later a year later that you know they're no more
0: Right, that's the you know the unfortunate reality of these these things. To be the you
1: know the burden of bad news or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's I just I'm a super realistic type of guy, you
0: know. Well, that's the reality. I mean, Daniel, there are people that date that are not on reality shows, and they think that it's awesome. It's the best relationship ever, ever, and those relationships sometimes last even less time. Like, you know, this happens everywhere. So, I mean, obviously, you know, nothing is a perfect scenario. There are people that meet in the real, real world and those relationships don't work out either.
1: So one, yeah, the only thing is I got, like, so one of the biggest things I have to say about dating on reality TV is that it does have its perks because you obviously, you ought like, for example, these two together, um, they've been on the show. So they have this huge experience together. Right. And they know, and then they also have, obviously have social media, so they have a big a certain type of lifestyle and certain type of characteristics. They both are obviously friendly. They're both outgoing. They're both obviously confident. Uh, you have to you have to have all these characters characteristics to be on reality TV. So you're gonna have stuff in common. So it's like when I talk to people about type of girl I would be dating, it's like obviously the joke always goes, you want to you want a girl that has no followers because. <laughs> you know, she's less likely to be into herself and right. are um, hit on by people and yada, yada, yada. But anyways, that being said, if you also date a girl that does have social media, like say, let's say 100,000 followers, she would kind of understand my lifestyle as well. Right. Because I have Instagram, right? So she understands, you know, photography and she understands that uh, you're in the public eye at times. And so you do have common traits. So, you know, with being on reality TV and finding someone, it can also be a positive, not just a negative that is not realistic.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: I just, I just wish some of these shows like could have been, could be more realistic. For example, let's say, let's say hypothetically, like I think the bachelorette or bachelor usually films in nine weeks, I think. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but I have I just not, not, I don't think it's current season, but let's say, let's say two months. Okay. But let's say hypothetically, we did another show where we filmed over three months. So you had another month and then let's say I was a bachelor and they said, hey, Daniel, okay, you're going to be The Bachelor, and we're going to give you a 1,000 girls to swipe through, like, Tinder and Bumble, just to quickly, you know, sort through a bunch. Yeah. You go from a 1,000 down to, like, say, 100. And then they said, hey, Daniel, over two days, you are going to do a five-minute speeding, speed date with uh, these 100 girls. Yeah. And then you go from 100 girls down to 30 girls.
0: I'm writing this down.
1: And then, and then you, you, you film the show with these 30 girls. And that would make it way, way more, way more realistic that you're gonna find someone um, to be with, and it'll be more um, real because not only because you get to pick, you get to pick these people. Because what happens is, Tasha, she shows up with thirty random dudes that she probably has no idea, like, like no idea who they are, and they so, might not be in her cup of tea, right?
0: Yeah. So essentially, you you're kind of taking a role of like almost like a casting director. You know, if we're using TV words here.
1: Yeah, well, ex- well, yeah, exactly. So I just say, like, I just wish they casted for more of a real show. But again, that's not doesn't necessarily make, it'll make it make might make it better reality TV. Yeah, because they would have a bunch of different oddballs. If everyone was the same, it might not make for good TV. But and another thing is doing, doing it over three months as opposed to two months. Three months costs more money, right?
0: Right. True. True. So, what
1: well, um, I'm in an ideal world. If I was a bachelor, it'd be nice to be able to choose yep. from a whole bunch of potential candidates instead of just giving thirty women, right? Because you might get these thirty women. Like for example, any if you're if you go on Tinder or Bumble, how many times do you swipe? Uh, you know, right before you swipe, no, how many times do you swipe left before you swipe right? Yeah, you might go through fifty or hundred people before you swipe right. I don't know what city you're in. <laughs> what kind of like the kind of women you have to deal or what are men. If you're if you're for a girl, but it, it like would be awesome. It, I mean, what guy or girl wouldn't want to choose from, you know, all these people that want you? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, if they want you. But
0: yeah, I, I think we're gonna cut out this last last part of the podcast, and we're just gonna keep this idea to ourselves because I think you gotta you got an awesome idea. I I like this. You could have the levels of it. You could start out with the with the Tinder Bumble type swiping, and then it could progress to like. Like, you know, little Zoom dates, like you're able to meet kind of face to face and if people and then there's different levels and you work your way up to meeting in person. I kind of like it. It's different than most of these shows where you have a bunch of strangers casted by other strangers and they just all kind of show up and you got to figure it out. Not that that doesn't work or isn't entertaining because obviously there's a market for it. They have a hundred shows now. I mean, Netflix has like 10 of their own shows that are similar to this, but this one is not like one that I've, uh, that I've heard or seen before. I really like this.
1: Well, I just mean, it would just made, make it more real, you know. Yeah, because the thing is, like I said, if I if you were all of a sudden, if Joe was like, Hey, here's 30 girls, and I look at 30 girls, I'm like, I don't want any of these girls.
0: Yeah,
1: and if he said to me, Okay, out of, here's a thousand girls, and look through them, and you know, okay, a thousand, we narrow it down to 50. Okay, good, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and then we go on speed dates with 50 to 100 of these girls, and then out of those 150, we'll narrow it down to 25. You know,
0: I like it, I like it. Well. There it is, folks. Bachelorette Roundup, Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire. Um, this was this was the season finale, so we got a few days here. We're going to go through Christmas. We're going to go through New Year's. Then all of a sudden, we had a whole new man in our lives, and we have about 30 new women in our lives. Uh, yeah, so, new man. You got a new man? Yeah, we, we're going to have a new man hosting The, uh, hosting the Bachelor. Yeah,
1: you got a new man in your life.
0: No, no new man in my life. I mean... I mean, I guess, I guess the Bachelor will be the new man of my content podcast what's life, but that's about what's it. What's
1: wrong with men? What's wrong with men? You don't like men?
0: I there's nothing wrong with men. I just uh, I I have plenty of male male friends, exclusively friends.
1: I'm just giving you a
0: hard time. <laughs> I know you're you're starting to mess with me. You know you you started you attacked the way that I look. I don't have my tie on. I don't seem cool anymore. You're you're just coming at me all these different ways, Daniel. You're killing me today.
1: All right, man. It was good
0: talking to you again. Hey, you as well, man. Have a great uh holiday season. Thanks for doing this uh bachelorette style. And I and I can't wait to crank it back up for the for the bachelor.
1: Yeah, and enjoy your uh six hundred dollars uh <laughs> check
0: there. I will. I will, man. Thank you.
1: One, you spend it all in one
0: spot. I'm gonna use it for some new podcast equipment. And then when I have then when I have right. left over, I'm gonna get some get some ice cream or something. All right, great. All right, cool. Thanks, Daniel.